Hola, soy Miguel Matos Gonzalez, coming back to you on Firme, Cuentos y Arte Podcast, on a foggy Monday. You know what? It looks like a foggy Monday. If you were to take a photograph, you'd think, oh wow, it's so foggy, it must be really getting cold over there. But you know what? It's not a foggy Monday. No, hombre. You know what it is? It's a smoky Monday. to 
go back to school because schools are shutting down again because of the, the air quality. It's kind of hard for people to go out and go back to work, you know, construction workers, what have you, because of the air quality. Anybody that works outside or in that type of environment, indoor, outdoor, it's, it's difficult for them.
And notice how I'm saying a frustrated person. Okay, I'm not saying that they come from a specific heritage. I'm not saying that they come from a specific demographic.
people activated for months. I mean, we're talking since March they've been on military orders without seeing their family, without being home. They've been away for months. It's like being on a deployment, you know. They're not overseas in the middle of some, some war, but they're, you know, about 200 miles away in the hot spot of COVID-19 treatment. Yeah, so it's all, it's all relative, you know. See what you can do to the families that are, are remaining at home. Is there any way you can help them with childcare? Maybe running some errands for them. You know, anything. I mean, heck, go cut their grass. <laughs> Whatever. Seriously. I know that at, at my old unit, when I was uh, in Texas Guard, we had a, like a like a program, like a little little club. <laughs> in, in my unit that uh, whenever somebody was going to deploy or be on orders away from home for, you know, a significant amount of time, which, you know, could be three months to six to a year, you know, they, we knew somebody was going to be gone for a while, that everybody else got together and said, okay, here's some money and get some, some gift cards to some stores, um, gas, you know, gas station gift cards to get gas. Um, we're making a little list, see who can call on you know, in a few days to check in, make sure they're good. Uh, we got so-and-so, he's got uh, riding lawnmowers and he can, he can load that up in his truck and he can take it every few weeks. And yeah, we organized. And then we went to that family after you know, their, their, their guardsman was on orders in a way after a couple weeks of just you know, a week or so of just kind of letting them just, whew, you know, come to terms that, yeah, he or she, they're going to be gone for a while. So within that, that week or so, you know, we, we come in there, knock on the door, and we're like, hey, wanted to give you this and let you know we're here for you. Here's a list right here of people and phone numbers and what we can do to volunteer. If, you know, something goes wrong with the plumbing, something breaks or whatever, we have a guy that he's a plumber. That's what he does as, as a civilian. He can come over and take a look at things. And this other person, um, she's an electrician. So if anything you need, anything goes on, you know, we got you what we have here, and just a little, a little binder with information, so we're here for you, you know, and, and I mean, that, that made the world a difference to some people, you know, because not everybody has family they can go to, I don't have family I can go to here in Spokane, Washington, all my family's in Texas, all my wife's family's in Texas, it's just I can't call grandma. 
<laughs> I can't call Thea. No. <laughs> I can't call his sister and say, hey, are you at work today? Are you off? Can you go take your brother somewhere? No. I can't. This is it. And we have to pull our resources together. We have to make, make the most of, of what we've got. And, um, yeah. I'll tell you that since we've come up here, we've met people that care for us like family, that treat us like family. And there have been situations where I can't leave to go take my son somewhere or pick him up from somewhere. My wife can't do that. That we have that, that family, that extended family. They've always said, hey, if you need anything, just call me. I'm down the street. And you know what? They have. They've stepped up. Those weren't just empty gestures of being nice and neighborly, being friendly. No. We've actually called them and said, hey, can you go pick up Mijo? He's ready. His whatever ended earlier, and we, we weren't ready. We can't get him for another hour. We can't let him outside for an hour. So... You know, they're like, oh, I'll go right now. I'm just here at home. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. So, as you can see, you know, it's, 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 it's what we do as a community when we come together. And that happens in the arts. It happens socially amongst the neighborhood. It happens among people that you work with that, that truly get you and understand what's going on and it, it happens it, it should happen more often that I think if we do that I think that no amount of pandemic wildland fire flooding somebody worse off than you. No doubt about it. There, there is. There will be. You can say, oh, well, you know, I got bills and I'm, I'm unemployed. How bad can that get? How much more worse can it get? Yeah, well, there's a person that's handicapped and unemployed. <laughs> no chance of getting a job at all. Yeah. And so on and so forth. There, there are worse situations than what you're going through right now. And through all 
all that. You know, it's, it truly is what can you do to lift somebody up because somebody else out there can lift you up. And that's, I'm just thinking, how we put our community together in the arts, in work, in everything. In our black community, in our brown community, in our Asian community. And then, how do we cross over? How do the black communities help the brown communities? How do these brown communities cross over and help the white community because ultimately we're all just people you know we, we, we really are all just we're all the same we all got the same problems we all get bills we all we all get sick we all get hurt we all have kids you know we all have something we need to do and we need to take care of our kids we need to take care of our family we need to take care of where we're living what we're using to get around town, that there really is no, there really is no division, but it's put there by people, and division is purposely put there by people, there are no boundaries in a city, but you know what, people put that there, when they say this is District 1 and District 2, whatever, yeah, people put those lines there. Yeah. Between cities, between states, between nations, people put those lines there. But I think if we acted a little more like those lines don't exist, then maybe we'd get a little more done together. Yeah, just saying. It's worth a try. Crazy experiment. Let's try it. Let's see what happens, people. But yeah, so that's all that I have today. Smoky Monday. But you feel, man, it's, it's really bad out here. So stay inside if you can. If you're in the Pacific Northwest, stay inside if you can. And uh, if you're in Oregon, Washington, Idaho, uh, California, parts of California, you can just stay inside. The other states around the country just know that your brothers and sisters on the west side have got some, some things going on over here. So we'd appreciate anything you can uh, throw our way. We do, we do, we would appreciate that. So that's how we get rid of the, the boundaries. Once you get rid of all those lines and everything, you can stretch out, you can move freely. And you know what? You can probably get a lot more done together. So, that's all I got for you today. Tomorrow will be another day. And we just keep moving forward. Adelante. <laughs> bueno. <laughs>